Welcome to the Opinions on Pickens podcast, the sports show where there are no fouls or flags, only baskets and touchdowns. Here's your host, Alyssa Butterson. What's going on, everyone? It's your host, Alyssa Butterson, back and ready for another exciting episode. Let's jump into it. Coach Gant, how are you feeling this week? I know your Giants are coming off of a pretty rough loss. Huh. What's going on, y'all? That's how we start. That's how we gonna start off the show. I, I know that was a little. That was a little rough. I'm I sorry. Mean, seriously, Maybe I should have gone. I wasn't even gonna say nothing about the you're Giants. You're right. We're, they're not even on our list to talk about today. But I'm you sorry. banged up, right? You went left field. You ain't say nothing about no Giants. Now, come on, now. I'm sipping my tea. It's all good, you know. Danny Dimes, three interceptions, fumble loss, or whatever. I don't even know, man. I thought we was we was up three zero to start the game. Looked up again. It was ugly. It was 33. That thing turned. 33. I mean, that thing turned Flavor Flavor real fast. <laughs> Shout out to Flavor, man. Public Enema. What's going on? Well, I hate to be the bearer <laughs> of bad news, but we're talking about another team to start off today's episode that you're not a big fan of. Who's that? We're going to chat about the Dallas Cowboys. Man, but hold on, hold on. The rest of the show you're going to have fun with. You then sure? we're going to jump into some Braves talk. They are 2-0 and right now over... The Dodgers, that's going to be really fun. I know you're a huge Braves fan, and Coach Socks. Gamp. Can't, can't forget the Sox. I can't forget the Sox. You know, he's all over the place. You guys know he loves all of his teams. I do. Then we're going to finish with some amazing Gamecock talk. I know it was a rough one this week, but we actually pulled it out, Gamecock fans, and we took a win over Vanderbilt, 21-20. to 20. And then we have some exciting news at the end of this episode. So make sure you stay tuned till the end so you can get all of the details. Coach Gant, I'm so, pretty excited. Are you? I am. Okay. <laughs> all right, let's start off with the Dallas Cowboys. They have won Ugh. their last five games, Coach Gant. This mm. has been a really interesting journey. It's been interesting to watch them on this journey, maybe I should say. Now, the Dallas Cowboys took a huge win over the Patriots in an overtime this past Sunday and it was one of three overtime games actually on Sunday. And there really has been some interesting football going on. But we're, we're targeting this one specifically because, again, what? how about them Cowboys? You have Dak Prescott over here. I mean, to me, already comeback player of the year. But he's coming off of this huge injury and has been able to really spark this team. And he's not the only one, Coach Gant. There's been many others, and I'm I'm sure we'll talk about those soon. But let's be realistic. I know the one part of you does not like the Dallas Cowboys. Talk to me a little bit about the good things you see from this team right now. Don't get it twisted. All parts of me hate the Cowboys. You understand? Don't don't get it twisted. You know, all my all my family is Cowboys fans. But we might see them in the Super Bowl this Shout year. Out to Tony, man, if I hit one more. Talk about the Super Bowl and the Cowboys. Buy your tickets early. Cowboys fans, buy your tickets early. If the Cowboys win the Super Bowl, I don't know. I mean, I know we got a lot of listeners. And if some of you guys are familiar with the Fountain and Five Points, we in Columbia, South Carolina. If the Cowboys win the Super Bowl, I go lay in the Fountain in my underwear. You understand? That's how much faith I got the Cowboys not We can post it to our followers to see. We're going to post it to the followers to see. We're going to post it to the TikToks, on the IG, everything. Don't get it twisted. Wow. I may be a Dallas Cowboys fan right now. Come on, man. Because that would be that would be hilarious to see. But, you know, 
I'm going to be subjective. And I'm going to go, you know, I'm not going to go off my emotions. So I do like, you know, what the Cowboys are doing, I guess. But it was a game that Matt Jones made a few mistakes because Dallas, they were fighting. They were fighting. And it took a little uh, broken coverage to win the game. Like CD, I mean, a lamb like CD, I mean, he had a great game. I mean, he's slowly or fastly emerging as one of the best receivers in the league. He had two touchdowns to complement that. Zeke, they're feeding Zeke. The defense is looking pretty good. So, you know, I guess, I mean, Pollard's running with authority. I mean, Dak, I mean, like she said, comeback player of the year, possibly. I don't see who else. And, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to slurp the Cowboys too much, but I like what I'm seeing. Five. They, they done scratched off five games in a row, and you, hey, what it is? There's a few in particular people that I want to bring up. Dak being one of them on this team. Four hundred and forty-five passing yards, three touchdowns, and a win out of this game in overtime against Bill Belichick and the Patriots. And let's also think about in this game. Cowboys were penalized 12 times for 115 yards. So they needed that 445 passing yards from Dak to even it out. And they got it. And they took home a huge win that they needed to stack up on their belt. And now you got people on ESPN, at work, you know, in coffee shops, at the bars, talking about the Cowboys possibly going to the Super Bowl because of this incredible performance we're seeing from Dak. But that's not it. Let's not forget about Trayvon Diggs, Coach Gant. Mm. Let's not forget about him. He's had seven interceptions in six games. Wow. Okay. I mean, that hadn't happened since the great Rod Woodson, I believe. I saw a stat or whatever. I mean, Rod Woodson, Steeler, uh, Ravens great, you know, and that's a great conversation to be in. I mean, the kid, I mean, he's a ball hawk. He's everywhere where the ball is. And he might he, he might have saved the game yesterday for, for Dallas, I believe. Took it to the house he in took, a much-needed time. A much-needed time. I mean, that was, that was a bad It's like he Matt almost Jones. like, it's like, you know how you like wish things into existence? Yeah. But he like just does it. Like, <laughs> but it's, like almost, it's like they need it and it's like he just goes for it. Yeah, I was lucky. You know, I, I want to say the receiver failed or uh, bounced off his hand or something, and he recovered it and took it for pick six. And, you know, those things happen. I mean, Matt Jones, he's scratching off. I mean, he's a kid's pretty competitive, you know, battling with Uncle Tom last week. And this week, battling with goddamn the Dak Pack. I mean, it's tough. You understand? So, Cowboys, you guys got a test coming up. You guys, I mean, we're going to see what y'all do against the Chargers and Justin. But come on. I mean, I'm not being a jerk. Lamar and them, I mean, they went away with the Chargers this past week. It wasn't even a good game. I mean, it, it, it was, I think it was a pretty decent game. I, what was the ending score? Six to 38? I mean, hold on. Let me look it up now. I know yeah, I have to know. Because it was not a good game at all. Yeah. Anywho, I just, you know, I want to see the Cowboys. You know, y'all y'all basking your glory right now. Basking, just basking it. But round Christmas time. 34 to 6 against the Chargers. No, six. it was not a good game at all. The Chargers, there was interceptions um, by Justin Herbert. That's I fine. mean, it, it just 195 yards from it. There was nothing really going That's for that fine. team. So guess what? That's why Cowboys 
It's going to be an upset alert next week because those guys going to be ready. And I can't wait. Can't wait. And I don't want to see y'all on Facebook. I don't want to see y'all on the gram popping crap. How about them boys? He say, I don't care about cowgirls or cow something. All I know is cowboys by 14. What? And they got that hanging out with a cigarette in his mouth. <laughs> I'm sick of it. With a little fanny pack on. <laughs> right. Come on now. I mean, but, you know, y'all I got a lot say, of weapons. I you, I, I'm, I'm going with the Cowboys this week against the Chargers. There's no way that I think that the way if they play the way they played last week, that they even have a chance. Oh, boy, I tell you. I guess so, man. You know. I don't want to hear about the Cowboys. I'm kind of over them, but the yeah, America's team. I think they're probably one of the. They're probably they're, they're top five team right now, as we stand in the NFL. I mean, the offense is is clicking. I mean, you got Jarwin, tight end. You got a uh, Schultz, tight end. I mean, those guys are, are running. Amari. I mean, CD. What are we talking about? I don't see them Tony. playing the Chargers next. They don't even play next week. What are you looking at, Coach Hand? Come on, man. You sure? What are you looking at? I don't see them even playing week seven. And then at week eight, I good. see the Cowboys playing the Vikings. So might, what are you talking a, about? Hey, hey, man, I was why, are you, why are you leading your host in the wrong direction, Coach? Yeah, I don't know why I was looking at. I was looking at something else, Coach, y'all. are you checking me right now? I was looking at something else. Are you even else. checking me? I was looking at something else, y'all. I ain't. I can't believe. Now I gotta this. hold on. Cowboys. I'm looking at something else. Schedule. Now I'm gonna. I'm googling it too. I'm looking at yeah. Something. What are you talking about? November seventh, the Cowboys are facing the Vikings. Then the Falcons have the Cowboys, and then it's the Raiders. I think those are all dubs for the Cowboys. To be quite honest for you, <sighs> if I'm speaking right now, all dubs. I think all dubs. I put a parlay card on it right now. So, you, so you're trying to say Cowboys going to be eight and one? That's what I'm saying to you right now. I think the Cowboys are going to be 8-1 after the next three weeks. And you know what? If they're 8-1, then I'm going to change my Facebook status to how about the Cowboys? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, hey, you're going to get trolled too, bro. Tears. Like, hey, I don't know what I was looking at. My, maybe, maybe I was just coach, so, maybe I'm hating so you know hard. People like sitting there like, what are they talking about maybe, right maybe, now? Maybe I'm hating so hard. I'm, I'm just you seeing really things. Are. I'm delusional. Wow. I'm a little delusional. Like wow. I'm, I'm, I'm so distraught right now. Let me let me change the direction of this because you don't what? even have your heart into this Dallas Cowboys talk. You're just so hot about it. Let's switch over to your Braves again. I mean, the Atlanta Braves are two and zero over the Dodgers in their second straight walk off win. Hey, the Braves, they, they hot Atlanta man. Everything's clicking. I mean, they took care of business down in Trust Stadium, five four last night. Night before, uh, night before, three two. Walk off fashion. I mean, every I mean everything is clicking. Like Dodgers, they were favorite, and they, I mean, going into the series, but pitching and timely hitting has favored for Atlanta. Like man, Freeman, I want to say he hit a little a little dinger last night. You understand? The bullpens is connecting, and I I really I want to see the Braves. If the Braves and the Red Sox end up in the World Series, your boy Coach G. I'm going to be posting live from the game. I'm going to be posting live. I don't care. I don't care if I got to sit at the very end, the very top, nosebleed seats. You understand? You can't call Mr. Rudy? I mean, Mr. Rudy don't have the hookup? You're right. Mr. Rudy might have the hookup because he's everywhere. I mean, yeah, I'm going to call Rudy He's up. flying around. Yeah, I'm going to call. Yes, you're you know right. he's flying around everywhere. Oh, yeah. He's he good down there in Atlanta. You know he's good Yeah, you're right. There. Yeah, he's good. He good down there. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I have to tell you, I hope it's the same matchup. I think it's gonna, it would be... 
just crazy. I, I, I don't know what else to say. Like, it's going to be just a two great set of fan bases oh, yeah. coming together. Oh, yeah. Ultimately, I hope the Braves are able to pull it off for it just right. like on me. But let's get back to this. These awesome games, though. On Saturday's game one, Austin Riley was able to do the first walk off single in the ninth. And then on Sunday, it was Eddie Rosario. Rosario, yeah. Who broke a 4-4 tie with two outs in the bottom of the ninth mm-hmm. to make his own walk off single of Dodgers closer. Kenley Jansen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody was on like pins and needles because, you know, they, they were, they were trying to hold on, uh, who it was Albus. They were the trying score to score held until the fourth. Yeah. It was, it was but I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the previous game. That, oh. Yeah. That game right there. I mean, another great one, but the dramatics was Saturday night when they were trying to hold Albus on and they kept trying to pick him off, pick him off. And then soon as they looked, he was gone still in second. And I was, I don't know who I was talking to, but I was like, man, a base hit either way, it's going to win the game. And I couldn't even hit out of my mouth. And it was a hit right down left field. Scored, baby. Hey, Braves win. You understand? And on the flip side, you know, socks and a lot of history because the Braves used to be the Boston Braves. You understand? Back, you know, way back Teach when. Teach him, Coach Jant. You know what I'm Te- saying? Way Teach him, Coach Jant. Boston Braves, way back when. And, you know, Milwaukee Braves, Atlanta Braves. You understand? So, hey, this I mean, this would be a great matchup. Like she said, the fan bases are great markets, of course. But Houston going to have something to say. Because Houston, I mean, they're tough. I mean, they got hitters all up and down the lineup. The pitching is phenomenal. But they got a few injuries that they're going to have to try to work out. They could try to get over the socks. You know what's crazy about the Astros? What's that? I will say is after the whole scandal, you know, even now to this day, everyone still has a salty taste in their mouth For sure. about them. But they keep winning. Right. And that's like, it's like you, you can be as salty as you want about it. But I mean, even though they're quote unquote not cheating, you know, they're still mm. winning. So yeah, it's like. still winning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you can't count them out. You can't count. You can't count them out. And, you know, part of me, I want to see Dusty Baker win, like, win a World Series because as a manager, I think he gets overlooked as being one of the greatest managers to, you know, coach baseball. You understand? Like, he, he, he wins everywhere he goes from your San Francisco's to your Chicago's. You understand? And now, I mean, he's, and he's doing it still. Within the, with the Astros organization. So, shout out to Dusty. But, I mean, not this year. I mean, anybody but the Sox, Dusty, I'm on your side. But both Sox, we got to roll, baby. So, back to the Braves for a second. Here's a cool stat for you, Coach Gant. What Throughout this huge, long history of the best of seven postseason series in MLB, right. teams up 2-0, such as the Braves, go on to win the series over mm. 80% of the time. Mm. So basically what I'm saying is game three on Tuesday is a must win for the Dodgers. I mean, it's definitely, I mean, it's definitely a must win. Like nobody wants to go down 3-0, not in any sport. It's going to be hard going on 3-0. You're right. Because the probabilities are not on your side and the baseball guards, I mean, they're going to find a way to really be on the statistical side of the thing, of the game. So, this is a must win. All I can say is I hope it's a nail biter like the past two games have been because even though it's nerve wracking, it's fun. 
Oh, and yeah. That's what makes this this whole matchup great. Oh, yeah. America's pastime. And like I said, like going in the Dodgers, I mean, those guys are slugging. But I mean, I'm ecstatic because I'm, I'm just enjoying both series like so much. But in, in the Dodgers, I mean, they're trying to defend their title because they won last year. You understand? So they're, they're, they're trying to get back there and repeat because I don't think it's been a repeat champion. <laughs> Maybe since the Blue Jays in the 90s, I believe. I don't, I'm not sh- quite sure about that. That's a great trivia question. Yeah. So <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to be it's gonna be one, uh, uh, a sight to behold. Actually, I think the Yankees might have done it after the Blue Jays in the 90s, if I'm not mistaken. I think they won three in a row. But I think that's the last time it's been done. I have another, <laughs> another great game to talk about that was a nail-biter the whole time for both teams. But fortunately for South Carolina fans, it was a happy ending, Coach Gant. Now, I know you're familiar with this. What's Somehow, that? some way, the South Carolina Gamecocks were able to steal Saturday's show against Vanderbilt 21 to 20. For legal purposes, <laughs> any talk about parlay cards is a joke. It's, a, it's all jokes. <laughs> So in Vegas, they had plus 19 for Vanderbilt, Coach Gant. <laughs> and somehow, some way, in the last minute and a half, USC was able to go 75 yards and take a win. What are <laughs> your thoughts on these Gamecocks? Yo, man, the Gamecocks are f- affectionately known as the Cardiac Cocks for a reason. <laughs> because they're going to find a way to put you on your seat. They'll the run your blood pressure up. They'll almost stop your breathing. They'll speed up your heart rate. Like, they, they do it every time. Like, you know, Vanderbilt, we, we, we've beaten Vanderbilt maybe 15 straight times. You understand? But Saturday, they almost snapped that streak because, like Shane Beamer said in, in the, uh, the post-game interview, he was like, yo, this is a textbook game on how to give away a game. Like, we look piss poor. Like, we suck. And I was like, man, that's, that's really good that he said it like that. Like, he's, he's really right to the point. He, he won't hold words back. And that's pretty much what happened. Like, Doty, I mean, he was stinging up the joint. <laughs> you understand? Then so, it was Parker White's 38-yard uh, uh, third quarter miss that yeah, it kept the game clock behind three points. Right, right. It wasn't even 38 close. yards. I mean, come on. I mean, that makes me salty. And Parker White, he, I mean, he's money. He is. You're, I, you're a great player. I don't think he missed a field goal even going. I don't, he hadn't missed a field goal up In until that point. In a long time, yes. Right. So to miss it and not even be close, I mean, that was tough. But then, you know, they had to go to Nolan to pretty much drive the Gamecocks down the field 75 yards in what, almost less, less than a minute, a minute or so. And with really no timeouts, if I'm not mistaken, and it kind of gave us a you know sigh of relief because if we were lost to Vanderbilt, that would have like really put a salty taste in a lot of people's mouths. Like defense, I mean, they're trying to give an inspiring performance, but when your offense is not moving and it's like predictable, the defense kind of like okay, man, we we're ready to play, but the offense is they're kind of sputtering. You understand? And that also, kinda, didn't Doty come out and wasn't he replaced with Zeb Nolan? Yeah, I Zeb Nolan. I and I think that, yeah. he was the one, like like yeah. you were saying, I think 
he was the one that actually was able to kind of pull us together with for the team. Yeah, I mean, he he let the, the game win and drive, and you know it was it was words of you know the grad assistant. Damn, we suck. We ain't got a quarterback. I mean, honestly, we don't because he he was on the sideline with the coaches, and Dodie was hurting. I can't remember the last time we had a quarterback. Oh wait, I can. Connor Shaw. Oh yeah, Connor. Connor. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Dylan Thompson was Dylan Thompson was a good quarterback. Also, he was a good quarterback. He wasn't a wow factor like. Connor Shaw, maybe, but he was a solid quarterback. Yeah, I agree. He, he had a strong arm. Um, now, Gamecocks coach Shane Beamer said Nolan came in when Luke yeah. Doty was feeling some soreness in a foot injury he sustained this summer over practice. Right. Now, Nolan started the first three games before Doty took over in the middle of a 40 to 13 loss to Georgia last month. Mm-hmm. Nolan hadn't played since, but I think he's made room for conversation if Doty is not up to standards, or even if he is, to really take that QB1 stance. Yeah. He knows the offense, of course, because, he, hell, he's one of the coaches, but he has to suit up. <laughs> so, But just like, who was the other team we are talking about? You're like, Nick Foles, he's retired. He could suit up. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Chicago Bears. The Bears. <laughs> no, but I'm kidding. But you're right. He knows both sides. Was able to come out, give us a victory. That's we needed always that. great. I it mean, was, man. it's crazy to me because I like – as much as I'm still unsure about Shane Beamer, and I really have a lot of feelings about that, I don't want to all the way get into. It is cool seeing him the whole game, no matter if they're up 10 or down 50. He's pumping the guys up. He's right. there for him. He's like excited about the next play. And like yeah. you see coaches that pump people up, but not like with the smile and excitement when your team's down 30 points. Right. Ultimately, as a Gamecock fan, I think that this was um a sad win if i can say it that way i mean it was a win but it was just like it was like we could have done better for sure and we know we got we should have done better i mean we we have a long way to go obviously we always have a long way to go but you know i mean it's just usually uh, hashtag frustrated gamecock fan yeah i mean we we had our glory days but now we, we, we're really trying to find and identity, and we got to try to find it fast, and we got to get a really good quarterback that, especially really, being in the SEC, where we're, right. everyone keeps saying, "Oh, we get a hard schedule." We're in the SEC. Yeah. We're going to have a hard schedule, yeah. and again, I get it. Clemson the fourth has toughest had less in the country. Than this. I, Third I get it. Toughest in the country, but still, that's what we're gonna get. Yeah, I mean, we, we're definitely gonna get a, a, a gauntlet of a schedule every year, but some games were competitive. The games that we don't think we're going to be competitive in, we are. And then vice versa, the games we think are cakewalks, then next thing you know, we lose or we're, or we're battling at the last second trying to win the game. And I just think we need to find an identity. And the secondary, secondary, I mean, you guys got to get better. The linebackers are pretty good. The defensive lines, I mean, those guys, are they're kind of flying around. They're creating a few sacks. But we got to find – uh, the back in the day, like we always had a, a good quarterback and good receivers, man. Yeah, like, we don't really, you know, don't really have good receivers really, right really now. We good receivers right now. Not you right understand? Now. Not no, not all no the, playmakers that like damn. All wow, the hypes ooh. on the running backs, and we've never really seen that before. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I think yeah, give Beamer a little time, and it, I mean the college game is so tough. It's like win now, win now. Like Ed Ogeron, he just won a national championship undefeated team two years ago and now he won't even return next year 
because but he's he going also nine and eight. eight and eight his next season, and that's never happened after well, winning a last, championship. Well, since the championship, he's going nine and eight. So that spans over a season and a half right now. And come on, man, it's dude. Every year, like Texas, Texas think they're on top every year, but they're not. Like those programs, like the Southern Cows, like unless you're Alabama, Georgia, like Oregon, dude, you you're not Florida. Maybe you're not producing. Uh, this next man up is going to be five star, ready to go. Like, it takes some time, and that's where coaching comes in because you can make a three star, two star turn to a five star just by coaching and technique. You understand? That's what coaches get paid to do. You understand? That's why Don Staley just got that big contract extension, biggest one ever in right. college women's basketball. Yeah, so and she deserves every and penny. she deserves every penny. So, because she... We have to do something to keep her, right? Yeah, you we got to. We don't want to. her going to the big leagues. Nah, you don't want to go in the big <laughs> leagues because she bringing too much bread and too much energy around the city and around the campus to let just let that just go away. Now, South Carolina football does have a tough remainder of the season. The next game is at Texas A&M, who obviously still has big juice after winning against a huge win over Alabama. Then it's going to be the Florida-South Carolina game at Ooh. home. Then we have South Carolina traveling to Missouri. Ooh. Then Auburn visiting Ooh. South Carolina at home. And you know how we'll end every single season. How is that, Coach Gant? Dude, it's going to be rough, yo. Clemson, South Carolina. It's going to be rough. And I have to say, um, I think out of all these games, our, our best bet is to win over Clemson. <laughs> hey, we're going we're gonna to beat Clemson this year. I think out of the out of the games she named, I mean, all of them, I think they're, they're winnable games, to be honest. I think we can get Auburn, Clemson, and Missouri. So we can go three and three out of the next five, right? Yep. We can go three out of the next five. I think that'd be a successful season. I think that'd be crazy successful for the Gamecocks, and I would be smiling near to ear. Damn right we will be. Now we have some exciting news here at Opinions on Pickens. I told you to wait till the end. I did not forget about you, OOP fans. Now, we did mention that Florida-South Carolina game – now, that is going down 11-6. So that would be November 6th in just a few weeks coming. So our episodes come out every Wednesday. So on this upcoming Thursday, which will be tomorrow, we have a huge giveaway being announced on our Instagram and our Facebook. Now, Coach Gant, are you interested to know what is in this giveaway? What you got going on? We have two tickets to the South Carolina Florida game, which will be home at South Carolina at Willie B Willie Stadium. B, we also have a night stay at the Goliath Hotel, which is less than a half a mile, even if that from oh, yeah. that's right there, right next from the door. stadium. I think you can even see it's right there. You see it from it, and then also included will be dinner for two at Carolina Wings. Oh wow! Shoot, well, I might, I might the. I mean, can I enter the giveaway? Everyone can enter the giveaway. 18 and up. Make sure you check out uh, at Opinions on Pickens on Instagram and on Facebook. Now, how do you enter the giveaway? I would love to tell you guys. So on Instagram, we're going to be posting a graphic and it'll say tag three friends. Like this post, but most importantly, follow our TikTok. Now, our TikTok's been doing some awesome things. We have some funny skits on there. Great sports content it's at opinions on pickens as well right. and on facebook you're going to tag three friends like the photo and like the facebook page now 
Honestly, guys, it takes 20 seconds to do that stuff, even if that. And again, the odds of winning, pretty big. We usually have anywhere from about 100 to 150 people entering. So really good odds and a great game. I mean, the Florida game is going to be a great one, Coach. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a great. That's going to be a damn good game. I can't wait to be there. Now, this giveaway is also brought to you by some of our favorite sponsors at Jason's Deli. Coach Gant, I know you love you a good Jason's Deli sub in the Vista, Columbia, South Carolina. The soup, the salad. The ice cream. The ice cream. Just the aviance. You understand? I love Jason's Deli. The, you know, I I love Rubens. I love pastrami. Rubens, Rubens. Anything with an N in it. (laughs) Right, right. Any Uben. Uh, You know, I'll say I need it all. You understand? So yeah, Especially check, check them out. Dipping sauce. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, check them out for real, for real. And guys, <laughs> as always, we appreciate your support, and we could not do it without you. Please continue to support our podcast. Leave us five star review. Share us with a friend that you might not know about us, and you know, just keep listening. We appreciate you every week, as always. And until next time, I'm your host, Alyssa Butterson. Peace. Thanks for listening. Check us out on Instagram at Opinions on Pickens. Please like and subscribe to us on YouTube and check back weekly for new episodes. Until next time, keep winning.